this DMV Sports Roundtable. The Redskins had better take care of their business the rest of the way because the Cowboys are coming on. They even beat the Saints. Anyway, the Skins could make a huge statement by beating the Eagles on Monday Night Football. Instead, the national media have been focused on them for picking up linebacker Reuben Foster, who's accused of domestic abuse. I mean, there's some concern without a doubt. You understand that, uh, you know, what, what's going on there. And But at the end of the day, we decided to pick up his rights. And right now, it's not even our rights. He's on a commissioner's exempt list. So really, he can just come in here on an occasional basis. I met him today for the first time and since the combine and, and his pro day and all that stuff. So we'll just let it play out. Head coach Jay Gruden. We've assembled the team again here. I'm Dimitri Sotis with George Wallace, Jamal Bowens, and Chris Chion. Follow us on Twitter at DMV Sports Round 1. So Doug Williams says the Skins front office expected to be blown back in a way for picking up this player. Boy, did they get a lot of blowback. Why would the Skins cause such a firestorm when they're in the middle of this race for the division lead and hopefully making the playoffs? That's the question I have. This is a move that, and George, maybe you can give me some insight on this. This is a move that didn't necessarily have to be made right now. I'm, I'm not really understanding uh, the waiver claim. From a financial standpoint, it, it cost them nothing because his first two game suspension, that negated any guarantee money he had on his contract uh, in San Francisco. Fiscally, I guess it makes sense. But from from what you're saying, Demetri, I run the same thing. Why would you bring this sort of, like I said last week, when we were talking about, or whenever we were talking about Kaepernick, that there was, the, you know, the circus tent is always looming somewhere in Ashburn. When you don't see it, it'll pop back up. And they just brought this on themselves for no reason. This is a situation, number one, as soon as they, they claimed him, what, hour or two later, he was put on the commissioner's exempt list. Yeah. Can't play, can practice, uh, can go to the facility if the team uh, per- go to permits meetings, yeah, yeah. meetings uh, training or whatever, you know, uh, therapy that he may need or may not, whatever uh, the case may be with that. So we're looking at next season, looking at 2019. Why not? Wait until because we know the legal thing and then whatever happens with the league, that stuff can drag. Why not wait? See what happens legally after that. See what uh, repercussions come from the league, if any, and then pick them up in the offseason as a free agent. Because if he has a market, it's not going to be that strong. It's not going to get anything more than a one year prove it deal. And to me, you have the best pitch because you have seven former yeah. Alabama players, I think six of which, maybe five of which, played with Foster. Yeah. So that, to me, is curious in the fact that you would bring this now where you're now fighting for the lead or trying to get the lead back in the division and have a chance to go to the playoffs. I don't understand why you would invite this into your organization yeah. at this point. For someone, I, it's not going to help you right I now. I don't either. And, you know, Jay was asked that, and he goes, well, nobody else, they wanted to claim him. I mean, and, you know, it's... It, this thing Bruce was the, was the heavy on that. Of course he was, and Bruce should have stood up and answered questions. I right. think Jay Jay. I don't think there's any secret. Jay was all about him too. Jay loved yeah. him at the combine. Jay, Jay was combine. He, he was banging the table for him yeah. when he came out. So Jay had to answer questions. At first, I was feeling sorry for Jay having to stand up there and answer the questions. But then again, you know, I think Jay was probably behind. Some yeah, of it's, it too. it's somebody that he but wanted. As the head of the organization, Bruce should have stood up there and answered the questions. And then they said they put out the statement from Doug Williams. Don't said they hide talked to Doug. They st- they, well, he's the fan favorite. That's why they do it. Yeah. And then they said they talked to the Alabama guys, and the guys I asked, Jonathan Allen and Ha Ha Clinton Dick, said no, they didn't talk to us. Well, but see, you know so, what? The thing with that, and I saw other people, uh, John Kime and, and a lot of other people that, that cover the team, 
And I said, okay, they keep mentioning Ha Ha Clinton Dix, who, uh, first of all, did not play with Reuben Foster. It's funny, though, but he said, we thought that, then he said, well, my former teammate. At Alabama, he did not play with. So them. I guess they're all teammates. Yeah, so I mean, I guess another, I guess he meant it in terms of a brotherhood of, a brother, of, yeah. of Alabama. Yeah, but uh, Dix had declared for the draft when Foster that's got to we Alabama. That's what we were trying to figure out. Yeah, we, he, they we never played together. Yeah. Now, but, if they ask Allen, but still, if you take Allen out, you still have Sean Deon Hamilton. You still have Anderson, Cam Sims. Mm-hmm. You have others that Dang. play with them. Yeah, with him. So. You know, if they didn't ask those two, because those are two they kept putting out there with Dix and Allen. Okay, they're not the only two. No, Payne wasn't available to talk. Sean Dion Dion said, I'm not talking about it. And see, those two, they they didn't say no. They said no comment. No. Trying to think that was it that was in the locker room. But I think think of the two that, that. didn't well, unequivocally the, the say no. That you would go, you would think you'd go to would be Jonathan Allen first. He should be a captain. Yeah, in my opinion. I mean, that's that's the guy you'd go. You would think you should. To talk to. His, his head again, is on real straight. We we know who we're dealing with. But yeah, no, and they they didn't have to claim nobody because nobody else was going to touch him. If no. they and the ones that did their due diligence and actually called the police, called yeah. the victim or whatever, you know, then there's no reason to do it. And I was saying too, these guys. That Wednesday in the locker room, I mean, these guys are trying. They've lost three or four. They're trying to get ready for Philly, right? And nobody wanted to come in the locker room because all they're going to get were questions asked about, about a guy that's yeah. not even going to touch the field, right? Or may not even be here next year because, yeah. yeah, really, if it comes out that you know he does get convicted, then they'll cut bait. But again, back to my original point: why do that? Right. Why did not just wait until everything plays out, and then if he's clear? Then you make your move. But why pick him up, take this huge PR hit, and then if he's found guilty, turn around and let him go? Mm -hmm. They're not going to keep him. They can't. No. So the question is, does the mistake translate into trouble Monday night? Because that's really what we're concerned with. I mean, ultimately, we are concerned with the issue of domestic violence, first and foremost. But secondly, how are they going to play in Philadelphia? Back to before we get in, I don't mean to cut nobody off, but there's other layers to this. And... In no way does anybody here, and I'm the only one speaking, so I'm speaking for myself, condone any of this. But I'm seeing on national media, whether it be ESPN, whether it be, I'm not sure it was Fox, one of those, I don't want to call any wrong names. But they're getting blasted for something that has not been resolved yet. And yes, this is the second time around in six months, but the first time this person this female in question perjured herself. She recanted. She said that she wanted to ruin his life. Now, we have a huge issue with, with domestic violence. There's a, there is a percentage of females that use that as a weapon. Mm-hmm. And she was also said to have done this to someone prior to Reuben Foster. So there is a bit of a murkiness there. I'm not saying he didn't do it this time. What I would say to Ruben after six, what happened six months ago is leave her ass alone. Right. As you know, with Me Too and everything, the idea now is when a woman comes forward with some allegation, you believe her. Well, see, that, but that's, that's the thing, though. And the problem with that is you have women that are making these allegations purely based on trying to hurt someone else. And that takes away from everybody else who's really in a rough situation because they're using that benefit of the doubt to make their false accusations. But you, you would also agree that just because someone recants doesn't mean it didn't happen. 
she could still be in love with him. She might forgive him, uh, well, et cetera, et cetera. So that's what makes it such a mess. She recanted, but she also said that she wanted to ruin his life. Yeah. The reason I'm pushing back so hard is I just think for too long, women have come forward with various allegations, I not, get you know, that. abuse, sexual abuse. And, and they've been they've been pushed aside. Oh, don't listen to her. She I get that, doesn't, she's you, lying. You yeah. So think, now, no, no, now no. Yeah. you know, in 2018, we don't do that. anymore. Yeah, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. But yeah. what I'm saying is when you're welcoming everybody in, there are wolves in sheep's clothing. There are. And I'm saying that saying it's a huge part. But they are things like that, that women, certain types of women do do those sort of things. And we can't sit here and say that that doesn't exist. That is part of it. It's a layers to this. Yeah. And, and that's part of it. And, and I agree with what you're saying wholeheartedly. All I'm saying is we got to look at this case by case and we have to let actually what happened to and I'm not defending Ruben Foster at all so if it comes off like that and I'm not saying that I'm just looking at every single angle of the situation and we have not legally gone through anything yet whatever happened to withholding judgment but you know it's and, hey, and, you know and, look and, what the skins did that's, I, and, that's exactly. the way it plays out. and it's also a reason people in in George I don't know if you will agree with this but there are some Journalists and media outlets, whether they be national or formally local or, you know, whatever the case may be, that lie in wait. They can't wait until this team does something stupid. Oh, that's a guy. I mean, I, I 100% agree with that. I mean, there's times. And there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of reasons for that. But I it mean, is. I, it is. You know, but there's I, there have been times in recent years where it's been like this before the situation happened. It's just about football. And then you would see them. People just. Just clickbait things come up, and it's like, what do you? There's no story there. Yeah, it's you're looking for something the, because of the top. Because and then of the owner you know and the... these idiots turn around and give them something. Mm-hmm. So I, I I still don't understand what they're doing over there. But yeah, in terms of Monday, are the refs coming with uh, checks from Jerry Jones in their back pocket, or <laughs> well, how's this how's this going to work? Speaking Monday? of layers, that might have some layers in itself. That that doesn't the make sense. Come on, man, that's it's blatant now. Is is beyond question, man. These dudes are supposed to be what they're uh, full time now. Mm-hmm. Like I told you earlier, give them their jobs back. Let their view. This is what we're going to get for full time. What are y'all doing during the week? I don't. I don't get it. Gee, what do you think about Gee? this? As far as uh, Ruben Foster is concerned, if you uh, even looked at some of the tape, which I did yesterday, he is. Not even having a good season for somebody who was coming off this uh, a, a great rookie year where he was like the grip most uh, the highest graded rookie linebacker, um, but he was missing a lot of tackles this year. Mm-hmm. I think the guy probably was playing distracted, and now you have a distracted locker room. I think it helps a little bit that it's on Monday, but on the counterpoint, to he's that, also not healthy. Now we have a whole day on Monday that we're if you're going to be previewing it, you're always going to be including the Ruben Foster conversation. So I just yeah. from that standpoint, it, it, you I, I hope need... that they don't do that on during the cover. Of the game, that would, oh, they, don't, will. they will. But you know, if if they have some sort not of not like there's anything really exciting about this team at the moment. Their offense is mediocre. Their defense is struggling. Uh, I, they're three of four, as you mentioned. That's oh, the story. Boy. It's like when the Redskins Uh-oh. aren't good. <laughs> what comes. comes about yeah. the Redskins' name change? It's like when they're winning, you don't hear about these right. stories. But when they're losing, it's all negative stuff. And I okay, think it well, will translate. Uh, yeah, they still have a winning record. They're still yeah. in the hunt for the division. They still have three division games. 
that they need to win. And they still have teams like Jacksonville and uh, Tennessee. It hasn't been great lately. Although, no. uh, for anybody who's waiting for the Eagles to suddenly come alive, hey, it's December now. I think the Eagles are who they are. And uh, maybe it's not such a bad well, matchup. I, but I can't. With, to Chi's point, I can't take that with this team because I don't know who they are. I know who they started out being, but they've got to get back to that. A couple and guys we, coming back from injury. That helps a lot. You get in Thompson, Howard Thompson, and Crowder. Crowder Crowder and Thompson said they're good to go, but they've also said that in previous weeks. I think from what I've seen. They've had the extra days, which has helped. They've done more. Moses is still banged up. He didn't practice Moses is always banged up. Dunbar, I don't think he's going to play again. Uh, Ioannidis is struggling. So you think Dunbar is done, done? I think Dunbar might be done. I don't, wow, and his nickname is Dunny. I don't want (laughs) to, no pun intended. But, yeah, I mean, getting Thompson back will, at least just him, will inject some life into yeah. this you, you offense. Hope Colts had, you know, Colts had the extra time to prepare. Yeah, and Colt will take chances. What I, what, I, what I do know is that after two losses, Colt won't go in the tank, and he won't no, you know, be passive. You you know, he'll still about, be aggressive in trying to You don't have to worry about looking plays. over your shoulder. No, he won't go into a shell is what I mean. Uh, Gruden, and I say this every week, He's got to find a way to get in some sort of rhythm play calling because he's sporadic as hell. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what he's doing from week to week. I'm not sure if he does. And then, you know, the press conference after that, I should have put us in a better – well, damn it, you say that every week. When are you going to do it? Yeah. When are you going to put them in better uh, positions? I think this week I – I have a feeling, especially with Colt, that uh, Reed's about to have a monster game. I don't know if it's going to be this week. It's coming. We saw flashes. Of I see. Well, I liked the fire he showed when uh, they didn't call the helmet you to helmet. Right. I mean, he was. Tr- that was. That's what I like to see how out of a player. You, but yeah. but how do you not? Call, you should because that's your livelihood. No. No. Oh, yeah. You want to talk mean, about what, the, what do you? How do you not? Their face mask hear, kissed. How do you not call it? I don't it? ever want to hear a Cowboys fan complain about the refs again. Ever. <laughs> after the, after oh, they, last they, night, the the, I mean, the Saints. You could say everything. They played poorly last night. They did. Alvin Kamara gets that uh, penalty called against them. They have the ball on the thirty-five yard line, going in potentially right. winning that game. I just, I, I don't think the Redskins would have won because they no, would still had they, to get they, the they, onside but kick. It gives, but it was, it would, they would have put you in the red zone. It would have give you opportunity. At least and I agree it, they might not have won because they still but, didn't get the onside kick they but still it, had to right do that. but it gives you an opportunity to go for a touchdown instead of settling for three and doing that and maybe you have you know something else happens who knows but that puts you in the red zone that puts it that what the 15 or the 10 that would have put them mm-hmm. so that you take you took away an opportunity like you said not to say that they would have won who knows what's going to happen but you took away an opportunity for a touchdown instead of settling for an absolute field goal, they still had that option. I'll tell you what, though, watching Dallas, and we talked so much about Jacksonville last year and how they were such a feared defense. I think I don't know. I don't know that I'm ready to put Dallas in that conversation compared to last year's Jacksonville no. team. But to stifle New Orleans and make them only run 49 plays last night—I mean, that was the blueprint. I, I was wildly seen, impressed with the Cowboys. Yeah, never seen Breeze like that, but. It was how, almost how, like he was like uh, like on something. I yeah. don't know. But some of his decisions. <laughs> Paralyzed somehow. Yeah. But at, at the same token, if you're 10 and 1, uh, yeah. at the, at, at this, in going into December, you're not going to be shopped like that every week. You're going to have a dud. It's a Thursday night, too. Dallas it's had a, a week. Th- yeah. Dallas had a Thursday night. You're going to have a dud. It's it's inevitable. That's the other thing. Back to back Thursday night games at home. Yeah. Dallas. Yeah. 
And now they get 10 they days. They hook them up for the Philly. NFL. Yeah. They All want right. them back in the playoffs. And, and, and actually, there I is, think Philly goes there next week, don't they? They do. Yeah. See, all this plays out. We have to have this game, and you say must win. It is a must win. You have to have it. But they have to come out there. I need to see this team play like they played in the beginning of the season. Uh, like your hair's on fire. I need I, something. I will say there is a benefit of playing good teams like the Redskins have now two weeks in a row, quality opponents in Houston and Dallas. I, don't, um, I think that that raises your level of play, and I think uh, as opposed to playing like Arizona, who... So you're you know, really when, buying into Dallas being that good? It's just for whatever reason they're, yeah. they're coming on. Yeah, I, I think... I, it's, I, it's, I, it kills you as a Skins sound, fan. sound uh, offensively, uh, on, on the I offensive so. line, I should say, Amari Cooper stretches the offense. Ezekiel Elliott's one of the best backs in the league. Look, Cooper's, Dak Cooper's like... Like uh, that, you know, I think he's worth the number one. No, and especially for the money next yeah. year. But that 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 well, it's it also it, it, it's looking it, pretty good now. It does, but it also doesn't help that you get Eli Apple getting beat like a drum by Michael Gallup, who's a rookie, on the other side, two plays in a row. Yeah, well, I never really thought Eli Apple was Eli Apple is garbage. <laughs> there you go. Eli Apple's not good. <laughs> now they have other guys: Anzalone, P.J. Williams, Kirk Coleman. You know, Sheldon Rankins. They have guys. On their defense, and of course, uh, Cam Jordan. I'm not buying the Cowboys. I'm not all I'm not in buying with them the Cowboys. Super Bowl, but I'm buying them at this point, winning the division. I think they're. I don't. Yeah. Uh, the one I, I wasn't come last night their their last tough tough game. I don't know what this game Don't they have like. Tampa still? And uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty pretty soft schedule. But so the Redskins have a soft. They have a soft schedule also. You know, one of the themes of our podcast is uh, is uh, reporters and fans coming together. Is anybody feeling the skins now, or or is it just cloud of doom and gloom f- to finish out the season? Well, I mean, I don't, I'm not on that. Just doom real quick and gloom. before we get off that, home against the Eagles, at the Colts, home against Tampa, at they the got Giants. the Colts. At the Giants. Andrew Luck is playing his yeah. ass off right now. Andrew Luck is, You cannot get past their offensive line. I think they're the best in football. So Andrew right. Luck is playing some of the best. He's definitely most improved. And you, if, if Pat Mahomes and Breeze and, and Golf and, and Gurley weren't having the seasons they having, Luck may be in the MVP conversation. That's the type of season that he's having, especially as of late. The issue is going to be they lose the Monday night, then they're going to be... Well, let's not claim that. Huh? Let's not claim that. Well, let's not that's put that in the universe. I said if, <laughs> then Oh, then it's, you're lose well, because you're down every single tiebreaker, pretty much, right? Division, common opponents, that with Dallas. With Dallas, yeah. With so Dallas. That's they, they also have, I mean, if it comes down to... You essentially be two back, right? Yeah. With the tiebreakers? With four but, I play. mean, does it... Which one is better if they... Because if they split with Philly, that doesn't necessarily put them out of it. But if they win Monday, they're one game back. Is that correct? Correct, with the tiebreaker, yeah. I mean, there's also, you know, you look at wild card spots. They've got, they beat, they they beat Carolina. Yeah. Who now, we have the same record. Yeah. So we beat them. Uh, Minnesota still has to go through, I think they have Chicago maybe one more time. Or two more times. They still they have look, Chicago. They look pretty good. They look pretty good the other night, Yeah, they still, yeah. well, you know. That guy puts something together every once in a while. If he's not fumbling, <laughs> fumbling the game away, but they still they they still have a, a tough road to go. I don't know if they still play Green Bay anymore, but I don't want to see them if I have something on the line in terms of uh, in terms of a wild card. And they got the tie. That that does not that comes back to bite you in the ass sometimes. You know when you you're you're going for a, a wild card because I think Chicago's pretty much going to sew up that division. 
I think they've got that. Yeah, I would say so. I think uh, they, they've got a firm hold on that. Who does? And Chicago, unless oh, yeah. they just implode completely. Well, yeah, well Detroit's not, Detroit plays. Oh no, no, they should. I think record-wise, they're they're looking tough. But Detroit plays Arizona and Buffalo here coming up after this week. So they've got the Rams this week, which they'll probably lose. Although yeah. I was digging into some of the numbers this past week. You know, the Rams haven't really blown anybody out except for really bad teams. They play everybody really close. So you know, I think even though New Orleans lost, you know, I don't think the Rams. We just shoe them in as uh, all right. Well, they're back in the driver's seat, the best team in the NFC. So it should be interesting. Uh, it stretched well, they're, down they're, the way. They're still but. up there because I mean, first of all, their defense has not played as well no, as of late. So Rams are in the driver's seat now for home field, right? Yeah, yeah, ten and one. But then, but also, Talib probably coming back. Soon, if not this week, he's yeah. been he's been activated. So that adds something more to that defense. And Wade Wade will have them going. And McVay, the wonder kid that he is, he'll come up with something. So the Bears are six and one in the NFC. Yeah, they're what seven and two overall. They're eight and three overall. Eight and three. Yeah. What what a difference Khalil Mack makes. Mm-hmm. But also, they're winning games without Trubisky. He hasn't played in what two weeks. Yeah, he may not play this week. He may not play this week. Good old Chase Daniel, another. I think it's like almost another quarterback. Like, right? Redskins had sort of. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Redskins did have old Chase Daniel oh, yeah. at one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How soon we forget? Well, Chase well, was. What the Seahawks do I worry about as far as that other time? That's that other true. Wild card. That's true. They're five and three in the conference right now. They are. They're making. The, they're making the, the statements. They're coming know. back. I mean, it's, but still, nothing has changed in terms of the fact that the Redskins still have, they still control they their own destiny. Not really, though. They can. If you get some breaks in, you know, now it's a little more difficult, but they can still, they just got to handle their business. And I think if they handle their business, they'll be, they'll be all right. It's as simple as that. It is as simple as that. Just go win football games. Life is that simple sometimes. Hmm. Winnable Life game is what then? You make Monday, winnable game? Yes, oh, it's, it's winnable. winnable yeah. Every, every, every game's winnable. winnable. Right? Every game's yeah, winnable. No, and they've won there before. I, it's fine. It's just... And then to your point, Dimitri... There's too many, many uh, self-inflicted wounds. They just... Yeah. They just... They can't... You know... But all there's of a, sudden, a lot of teams... They can't run teams, the ball now either. But there's a lot of teams that would still not have be at 6-5 and five with... The injuries that were sustained to this team and losing your starting the quarterback. Pro- I understand. I, I'm with I, you on yeah. that. I'm with you on that. But the problem is, you they, can still win. No, I know. But they were six and five. But they were five and one. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they've lost the three of four after yeah. the injury. That's the thing I but worry this, about. That goes to you know if Gruden feels the defense has no excuse. They haven't been injured except Dunbar. No, they have no excuse. And well, I will tell you what the problem is, and I'm going to tell do. you. I'm going to tell you also just to jump back to the Foster thing, and this is just a little conspiracy theory. This may also be a subliminal message, not to Zach Brown because contractually he's here, he's he's extending, he's resigned. But Mason Foster, my friend, be on notice. He's your friend. He's probably your friend. Oh, we're good. <laughs> you should probably be on notice that if they're going to make this kind of weird move to get because they love uh, Foster's athleticism and all that, uh-huh. let it be known to Foster that they are going to address this. They're going to make this type of move. We didn't got the free agency yet, haven't got to the draft. So if you're not stepping up right now, you will be replaced. There you go. I, that's what I think it is because yes, the defense hasn't played well, but the the middle linebacker situation. I mean, he's been not to to dump on him, but 
Zach Brown also, but they they are liabilities and covers and they're getting caught out of yeah, place struggling all now. over, especially a lot of underneath stuff. Then you had matchup wise, Manuski has kind of gotten away from because some of the teams they play, you have to concentrate on the wide receivers they have and what they have on the outside. I think this week, Adams is the type of runner that I think they can shut down because he's a, he's a straight ahead downhill. He's not going to try to break too many things outside, and he's a thumper. We got thumpers up front. Sproles is back. So, you know, yeah. Sproles is, is – I don't care if he's 57 years old. Sproles is Sproles. He always finds a way to give us problems. <laughs> I don't care how old he is. Ertz is definitely going to be a problem because if we can't – if those two yeah. can't cover, Ertz, Ertz, Ertz is going to go nuts. I don't nuts. care who the defense is. He's just a matchup nightmare for anybody who's – They're going to have to – did Monte not play that much on Thanksgiving? Nicholson, did he not play that much? No. Or at all? He didn't much, no. What is that about? Not, I, That's not odd. say that, yeah. That's odd because I would think especially – this game, one of those two, either him or Dix should be, or Harvey Clemens should Dix be lined up very, on covering uh, Ertz because yeah, nobody else can do it. Dix was very hard on himself after the game the other day. He said so. Really? So, yeah. But okay. I mean, he's a, you know what? When he came here, it, when he's had a very good season to begin with, and he was ranked very high on PFF and all of that stuff, and he was having a uh, Pro Bowl caliber season. He's made some plays. He's yeah. made a lot of mistakes, but. I, I, he's talented enough to 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 make that up, but he's he's got to get it in gear because he's playing for another contract. Anybody want to leave us with a final positive thought, or not necessarily positive? She's I'm not positive. trying to not trying to lead the witness. No, I'm not, not positive. I'm not positive. I, I was she earlier in the year, you know, uh, we, we'd go to the games, Demetri. It was a good time. Uh, Redskins were winning. People were feeling good about their chance in division, and now it's yeah, just you're, too you're many, really down on them. Just too many things have happened this year, How injury wise, and the now train so quick. Well, because they, they don't need this distraction of Ruben Foster. I think that's everybody. What we're all going to be you talking know what, about. Though, and and George, you can probably speak. To this. I don't think that's affecting. That's affecting a lot of people. Yeah, they, outside. They, they said it's not all players were like, "There's no distraction." They don't they, care they, about they, that. They literally, they really are focused. Like, focused these guys yeah. say it all the time. They're so into what they're doing at because the time. every all of us on the outside in the front office are all in a frenzy about this Reuben Foster business. Yeah, and it's gotten all this this bad media attention. But I believe inside their locker room, they could give a damn about what's going on outside. They're like, okay, yeah, he's here. I saw him, you know, the other day. He's here, but that doesn't mean anything, right? Because he's not playing. He's not gonna play, and they're not gonna interact. Yeah, with him. no, he, no, he's got nothing to do with what they do on the field. If it was a situation where he was coming into play and he was active this week, then you could kind of make that statement that it could affect, but he's not going to have any effect on anything that's going on once no, they not. get on the football field. I'm not jumping off the train just yet. You know, I'll see how they do. I'm, I'm on the I'm, I'm prime no, time no, against no, the no, 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 no. Don't, if they, I if, can come if, back, back. No, on don't, come back. don't come back. Don't come back. Don't come back. Once you get off, this is a one-way ticket. <laughs> no round trips. Once you oh, get off, get off. an even more emptier <laughs> FedEx field because uh, they were off, in the you, playoff race and they were having to tend problem so we need people to come back on and off the bandwagon the dmv sports roundtable is on apple Podcasts, the podcast one app podcast one.com and wtop's mobile app just tap listen for george and jamal and chris i'm dimitri and for redskins fans large and small all around the world god help us